Thank you, friends, for taking a few minutes this evening to listen to Engaging Truth. You are hearing this interview in particular because someone's gift to ELM made it possible. Would you prayerfully consider making it possible for others to hear by giving to ELM? And so make your gift to ELM PO Box 568, Cypress, Texas 77410. Your gift is tax deductible and you'll receive a receipt. Thank you. The following program is sponsored by Evangelical Life Ministries. Welcome to Engaging Truth, the manifestation of God's Word in the lives of people around us. Join us each week as we explore the impact of His message of spiritual renewal. From the lesson of forgiveness forged in the crucible of divorce, to the message of salvation learned by an executioner from a condemned killer, to the gift of freedom found in the rescue of victims of human trafficking. This is God's Truth in Action. And welcome to another edition of Engaging Truth. I'm your host, Pastor John Kane. With us today on the program, we have Ms. Becca Jones. She is the Executive Director for the Texas Church Extension Fund. Welcome to the program. Pleasure to be here with you. Thank you. So, Becca, tell us a little bit about the Texas CEF Church Extension Fund. Sure. Happy to do that. It's so exciting to talk about the Church Extension Fund because we are a financial organization with a ministry purpose, and we exist, if you look at how we operate, it's much like a credit union. We have investment opportunities for faithful individuals that want to help to spread the gospel. And how we do that is those investments are lent to congregations for expanding ministry. So that's the sole purpose of our existence is to take in these investors, pay our investors a rate of return that's comparable to what they could get out in the secular field, knowing that those dollars are used exclusively for the spreading of the gospel, loaning them to congregations. So a congregation that I served at had a CEF loan for a building, and we paid it off much like a bank. But there's benefits if individuals uh, support that and, and have their own, uh, let me call it a savings account or some other instrument. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for pointing that out. Again, our objective is to find ways in which we can walk with our congregations to support ministry. We have investment products anywhere from a just a traditional savings account to term notes to a recent new product that we launched called the Jumbo Investment. So an interest rates anywhere from 1% to 3.75%. Um, it, so that's on the investment side. And on the loan side, I, I have to tell you, you know, our focus is always on keeping that loan rate as low as possible for our congregations. We know the impact on a budget process for a congregation if that interest rate increases significantly. So we're always watching for that balance. We want our investors to be rewarded for their partnership. We want our loan customers, our ministry partners to be able to focus on sharing that love of Jesus, not worrying about that monthly payment. Um, and, and we look at programs. We have a, a rebate program, for example, where our loan customers receive a rebate based on the investment support that they have. So again, our objective is to look for ways that we can support the incredible work that our congregations do. So what are what what makes you different than a bank? Yeah, thank you for asking that question. I think it's a really important thing because, you know, I don't think they're, I think secular financial institutions are important and have a purpose um, in our, in our um, 
lives. But the reality is this, when you invest in a secular organization, you're not sure how that money is being used. Um, you know, it may be being let to build a strip mall or, you know, um, who knows what. But what you the assurance that you have in investing with church extension fund is that those dollars are used for one purpose only. And that's spreading the love of Jesus, helping congregations. It's ministry focused. And I think that that is a unique uh, proposition that not many financial institutions can really offer their investors. We want to be aligned with faithful Christian people that care about reaching the lost. We want them to know there's a place to invest your money that will help empower the front lines out there, the congregations that are, are working so hard to make that happen. So let's talk a little bit about um what CEF is doing in light of all of the economic upheavals, you know, we hear on the news about First Republic Bank, Silicon Valley Bank, Silvergate, Signature Bank, and Credit Suisse over in Switzerland. All of these bank failures, um, really because of inflation and right. all of the problems we've had past COVID. So what makes you different? What sets you apart? Yeah, and it's a concerning time. And I will tell you that, you know, it's not, um, we're not immune from those concerns. Our investor base rightfully, again, needs to be assured that their money is safe and secure. And one of the things that we realized in looking at some of those failures that those banks experienced was, you know, again, looking at liquidity and financial strength um, and those balances. I can tell you that we are um, very, very well capitalized. We have a 20% capital to asset ratio. Um, we are total assets, by the way, of 240 million, which you know certainly isn't the size of the big banks out there. But again, it's for a specific purpose. Um, we have a 0% delinquency rate in our loans. So let's think about that for a minute. Our congregations who may be um, thought of as kind of the most vulnerable area dependent on people giving, our people are so faithful and they give faithfully and the congregations are meeting their loan requirements to the tune of a 0% delinquency. What financial institution can talk about that? It's, it's definitely a, the Holy Spirit that, that keeps those things going. So um, that manages, we manage our risk in that way. So, you know, again, uh, watching our loan portfolio, making sure our loan customers are healthy. Also making sure we have a strong liquidity. I mean, that's important because if our investors need their money, they need to know that it's available to them. So we want to make sure we've got a strong liquidity base so we can respond to any needs that our congregations and our, our um, investors have. And I can tell you that liquidity was a big issue with some of those banks that failed. Um, but again, we are in a strong position. We also, by the way, you know, we again monitor very carefully. We're not here to take money in simply to sit on it and grow a big profit base. We are here to make sure that our loan demand is met by our faithful investors and balancing that line. So we want to have attractive interest rates on our investments. We want to have secure loans, faithful loans. And I can also tell you, you know, this is amazing that since 1888, when church extension funds started, not one investor has lost $1 investing in church extension fund through a lot of different economic times during that, that period. And so I think that is an, a wonderful testimony to God's faithfulness and um, the blessing of church extension fund. And I might also just add one other little fact that I find fascinating. 
Um, I've been part of church extension fund work for over 25 years. And during that time, what I have seen is when there are challenging economic times, when maybe the confidence in our secular financial institution is a little shaky, what actually happens is we see more investments coming to church extension fund. We see more people coming to our organization to check out those investment opportunities. Because again, it's not just about the um, FDIC insurance, or it's not just about um, how large you are. It's about that purpose and that focus and our commitment to stay focused on what really matters. Well, when you think a part of what happens with congregational life, a congregation may be the anchor for a community or for a neighborhood, and it'll be there for decades and decades, if not centuries. And so uh, we're talking from the standpoint of the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod, which is a top 10 denomination in the United States, uh, with each congregation having perhaps 100 or more members, uh, you know, that really spreads out its risk. So that uh, that goes to what you're saying of having a zero failure rate. Uh, no one losing money since 1888. You think of the Great Depression or 2008 or the current uh, issues. That says that says a lot. You, you've got a, a very healthy track record that thank I don't you. think thank anybody so else can match. We don't take that lightly, by the way. So thank you for acknowledging that. It's it's a priority to us. We um, I also will mention this. We have served over our history 95% of the congregations in our Texas district, with the LCMS has is defined by districts, and the Texas district is the area we serve. And over our history, 95% of the congregations at one point in time had a loan relationship with church extension fund. Um, and what's very exciting is it's wonderful to go to a congregation as a financial organization and celebrate a note burning with the congregation. Uh, and I'll never forget, I had an occasion to do that one time and I had a member come up to me and say, you're our bank. Why is the bank here celebrating that we paid you off? You would think you would want that to continue. And that's my opportunity to say, we are not a bank. We are, your, we are a ministry focused organization walking with you and we celebrate when a congregation is in a place to become debt-free. Yeah, so paying off a mortgage, that, uh, that's got to be a good feeling. Let's talk a little bit about, uh, in, in a little more detail, some of the uh, instruments, some of the uh, options that sure. people have for investing with you. Absolutely, yes. Um, one of the things that I'm, I'm, we're all very mindful of is really having products and services that are relevant to the journey that people are on. And so we have products that are include a general basic savings account. We have kids stamp programs so that we can engage young people in learning about saving, learning about stewardship, right? Um, so we want to support our congregations um, in that effort to educate our young people. So we have that program. We have IRAs. When If you're in that stage in your journey, we have what's called a, um, a rainy day fund. If you're at that stage where it's a little hard to put money away, we're going to give you a little bit of a bump in your interest rate if, if you can partner with us and put an automatic deposit into your savings account every month. So we have these things, but then we also have a congregation building fund account. If a congregation's preparing to build and they want to put money aside for that, we want to give them a little bit of an extra interest rate to encourage that. Term notes, much like CDs, you know, we have one, three, and five years. And then our most recent product was that jumbo account, which is 18 months. 
Um, it's our highest paying account. Um, it pays 3.75. So again, really trying to make sure that whether you're a grandparent that has children and you want them to learn about savings, we, we are with you. If you are in the stage where you have your IRA and you need to transfer them somewhere, we are with you. If you need a term note, if you are a leader in a congregation and you want your congregation to make an investment decision with CF, we are with you. And that is our objective, is to walk with you wherever you are in that journey and to have those products available. Which, by the way, I may add, you can read all about those on texasceef.org. And I encourage you to visit our website and read about our products and services, but more importantly, read about our hearts for ministry and our love for Jesus. Um, and we would invite you to learn more. If an individual who lives out of state wanted to open a savings account, is that possible? Yeah. You know, our charter specifically for church extension fund in Texas is for Texas. Although I will say that we do have some partners that are outside of Texas. Um, Texas is our primary focus just on what we do here. But there are opportunities beyond that. It's just we don't market outside of Texas, frankly, because, again, I, what we find is that um, Texas serving Texas really fits well with our heart down here. Right. So when it when a Texan can know that they're supporting and building a church in Texas, we find that that is just really motivating and it, it makes a connection. So tell us a little bit about the future. What uh, what direction will CEF uh, grow into? It's been exciting to look at the future. And again, I, we look at it from a sense of relevancy. How will Church Extension Fund be relevant in the future? And one of the things that we see is, you know, there's, there's a little bit of a shift that happens in regards to space and place for ministry. So ministry isn't always about brick and mortar. Certainly, we will always need to have those incredible congregations for people to gather and for fellowship to happen. But a lot of times early in a ministry's establishment, they're not maybe not ready for a big building, you know, and, and maybe they need some assistance in another way for that space and place. So one of the things that we're really mindful of is working with our Texas district and, and really kind of exploring what are the ministry needs in the future and maybe expanding our products and modifying our products and services to meet the needs and not just stay what we've always been, but offer things that are relevant to where they are today. And I think that might mean some investment and obviously some loan products that are beyond just bricks and mortar to build a building. Maybe there's technology needs. This is a wonderful opportunity to connect with you and talk about this. And it just affirms technology is a wonderful way to reach people. You know, through the pandemic, we realized that a lot of congregations suddenly were scrambling to stream their worship services because people weren't able to be there. You know, is there a need to support our congregations with technology? So again, I think our biggest, most important focus will be really making decisions for CEF for the future to ensure that we are needed, that we're making a difference, that we're relevant, that we are offering what is truly needed to share that gospel out there, to share the love of Jesus with others. So for your individual investors, do you work mainly by mail? Do you work electronically? How does that work? 
Yes. So it, it is absolutely fascinating to see how those investors are served. Um, definitely by mail, definitely by electronic means. You can do electronic transfers and such through our secure system. But what I find amazing is when I'm in the office and I walk by our call center, the, the ladies that answer the phones, oftentimes they're answering financial questions about an account. But you know what else they're doing? They're praying with our investors. They are connecting and caring with our investors. So I find that our call center is really a beautiful outreach um, opportunity. And, and many, many of our investors like to call and check in and we check in on them. And um, it's really about that relationship. So doesn't have to be that way. Um, if somebody's more comfortable doing it by mail or even stopping into the district office, certainly okay to do that. But we love and, and just treasure the opportunity to nurture those relationships. Um, and so I think that's just a real blessing. We're speaking with uh, Ms. Becca Jones. She's the executive director of the Church Extension Fund of Texas. When you look at the future, and it seems to me that you've got a move coming up, um, how how will that change the, the way people uh, receive service? Sure, absolutely. So we are blessed to be moving into a new district office. And actually, it's not a district office. We have intentionally called it a mission support center. And we want to make sure that that isn't just about business, that that's about mission. Um, and Church Extension Fund has a very nice part of that new building so that we can better serve people that walk in. It has a wonderful chapel with stained glass. It has an opportunity, again, to, to really um, minister. It's a ministry component, not just a business office. And I think that's just a, a beautiful blessing to have. So we will have an opportunity to have more people come in and actually experience um, firsthand what Church Extension Fund is doing. We also hope that that Mission Support Center will, will be used in other ways, you know, again, reaching out to the community, um, worship, worship opportunities, um, who knows, but again, we want that to be an engaging place, much like how congregations want their congregations to be reaching out into the community. We have, we feel a similar responsibility. We want this, this incredible new building to be a light that shines beyond the business that happens in a district office. We'll come back to Becca in just a moment. There is, uh, for our listeners, I'd like you to know there is only one Evangelical Life Ministries, and I'd like to invite you to our program's website, elmhouston.org. There you can read more about us. You can uh, jump from uh, that website to our Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube accounts. Also online, you can donate to our work. We are uh, registered with the IRS as a 501c3, so we have our tax exemption, so you can know that uh, your dollars go far to help us purchase radio airtime. All of our on-the-air host, on hosts are volunteers, and so uh, we're interested in bringing to our listeners uh, interesting interviews with people who are uh, working creatively at this intersection of where faith meets life. You may also write us if you have questions or want more information at ELM Houston, P.O. Box 568, Cypress, Texas 77410. Now back to Becca. Becca, uh, you know, I think I was at the district office when I first got to the Texas district about 27 years ago. So um, talking about distance, obviously you're not uh, on the corner for many of the people in um, 
in Texas to to uh, to work with. So how does that work working long distance? Sure. You know, it's been remarkable. Again, the blessing of technology certainly helps in that, you know, we have investors that can, um, you know, ACH or transfer money electronically in and out of their accounts. We do still get a lot of traditional mail um, activity, which, you know, again, we we respond to immediately. We get telephone calls. Uh, we do get walk-ins, which is amazing. Sometimes it's not even for a transaction, but you know we are we are located in the Austin area, and so we have an investor that's from Houston that may be coming through to visit family and just said, you know what, I've been talking to this person on the phone forever, and I just want to stop by and say hello. And we get a lot of those kind of pop-ins as well, which is a real treat. Um, so, of course, again, we we want to make it as convenient and easy as possible. We're also mindful of managing overhead. So we're never going to be in a position probably where we you can find Texas CEF on the corner of your local community um, as far as bricks and mortar. So we like to think that that we are with you um, and make ourselves available to, your, to you and the ministry needs, financial needs that you have um, through those other measures. Is there uh, any stories that you'd like to share with our listeners about uh, success stories of uh, working with uh, ministries, missions? Oh, gosh, thank you for asking that. And there are so many incredible stories Um, on the investor side. You know, there's amazing stories of grandparents who opened accounts for their grandchildren many, many years ago. Um, And then those children grow up and maybe forget about those accounts for a while or maybe even close them for a while and and then come back and talk about grandma. It was so important to grandma that we invest in church extension fund. And she opened this account for me years ago. Now I want to open an account for my grandchildren. So there's something so beautiful about that generational connection and and turnover. Um, Also, again, really beautiful opportunities when grandma and grandpa are maybe called home to heaven and their beneficiaries contact us and talk about what it meant to their grandparents to be part of the ministry and to be able to share that with their beneficiaries and and pray with them um, and talk with them. And, And so, I mean, countless stories in that regard. To the, to the loan side where, you know, you're excited about going to a congregation and walking, you know, there have been many times I've walked through muddy fields to dream about what this congregation might look like in the future, um, to groundbreakings, to dedications. Um, I mean, again, just the opportunity to be in that space, to be in the trenches with that ministry as it dreams. Um, and what's also incredible is, again, how that journey continues. So we might plant a ministry, be part of a groundbreaking, and then five years later, the congregation may come back and say, we want to expand. We need to expand our our, our um, classrooms or um, even our space for worship. And so it's a journey. And that's what's incredible is to start that relationship and build that relationship through the various seasons, the seasons for ministry, the seasons for us as individuals. Um, and again, to link together with them is just such a great, great blessing. Well, for our listeners to recognize that we do have many blessings and to be able to participate in something that is bigger than ourselves is is a way to share those blessings and to participate in, in the growth of something that is uh, 
well, in fact, eternal. <laughs> so, Becca Jones, thank you for your work and uh, your ministry, I should say, uh, of helping to advance the kingdom of Christ here on earth. And to our listeners, join us again real soon for another edition of Engaging Truth. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to this broadcast of Engaging Truth. Be sure to join us each week at this time. To help support our ministry, contact Evangelical Life Ministries, Post Office Box 568, Cypress, Texas, 77410, or visit our website at elmhouston.org, or find us on Facebook at Evangelical Life Ministries. Thank you. Thank you, friends, for taking a few minutes this evening to listen to Engaging Truth. You are hearing this interview in particular because someone's gift to ELM made it possible. Would you prayerfully consider making it possible for others to hear by giving to ELM? And so make your gift to ELM PO Box 568, Cypress, Texas 77410. Your gift is tax deductible and you'll receive a receipt. Thank you.